My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. And his name is? Someone can say his name. At home, say his name. I thank God today, praise God, that we have a liberty and we have a freedom to say the name of Jesus Christ, knowing, praise God, that there is no other name. Hallelujah. Knowing that there is, praise God, only one, you can, you can read this. If you want to back up by, by the Bible in Scripture, Acts chapter 4, verses 10, 11, and 12. It says, one man, this is Peter preaching under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And things haven't changed. Amen. I'll preach the same message. I know some people say, well, that was the book of Acts. That was back then. When Peter died and when Paul died, that all died. Well, no. I will stand and I will preach the same thing, praise God, because the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is still here, is still in me. And I thank God today that nothing has changed. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Savior. There is one way, which is Jesus Christ. There is one truth, which is Jesus Christ. There is one way, which is Jesus Christ. And I thank God today. I'm not ashamed of it. And that's what we're singing. The name of the Lord shall be praised, praise God. So... This is why we are gathered today. This is why we are here. And if you're coming along for another reason, well, you'd find something else to do because there's one thing we're going to do here. We're going to lift up Jesus. We're going to magnify him. Praise God. Jesus said, unless the Son of Man be lifted up, he said, I will draw. And I thank God today we lift up salvation. We lift up healing. We lift up power. And I thank God today that name is Jesus. Praise God. Let's give Jesus a good hand wherever you are at, whoever is listening today. At home, rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. One more time we can say the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says, when you bring me down a little bit. The Bible says that the name of Jesus, there's a lot of people believe in that name. And, and uh, it was James who wrote, he says, well, he, you know, that's all right. You're doing well. He says, demons believe, but they tremble. There's a fear. So I thank God today. Devils believe also, but they tremble. So I thank God today. The power which we have in the name of Jesus. We're going to be looking at this. This afternoon amongst my French brothers and sisters a few minutes ago, I was mentioning uh, uh, Jesus Christ, who he is who he is, who he was when he walked this earth, and who he is today. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Nothing's changed. That's why when people 
denote a certain time or as if something that we read runs out or we change a century or we change. It doesn't matter what changes here on earth. The word of God does not change. God does not change. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. And the next verse is the same was in the beginning. Praise God. I thank God today for the same. His name is Christ and Jesus Christ crucified. And this is what makes the difference in the lives and the hearts of men and women today. When we take Jesus, amen, the biblical Jesus, not the Hollywood Jesus, or a Christ that is described, you know, with this good socials or good morals or good political ideal ideology or 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 whatever else that the world the way they have trying to make some modifications the biblical jesus jesus has not changed hallelujah you and i we've changed if anyone be in jesus christ we are a new creature old things are passed away behold all things become new so i thank god today god doesn't change his word doesn't change his son jesus christ doesn't change the truth does not change i thank god today the change well that's my heart that changed it's my mind that changed it's my direction that changed hallelujah the way i talk changed and this is what makes a difference today so this is why amen as we were just singing the name of the lord shall be praised hallelujah praise god we give credit the bible says another place another place in the bible teaches us that the lord god is worthy of our praise so we have a certain responsibility that we need to do in order to call ourselves a son yeah, i'm serving god and then here we are you know we're not you know following the instructions that we have or the commandments or the precepts so today and anyone within the sound of my voice, if you're listening to me and you call yourself a servant or a son or a daughter of God, we're going to do what the Bible says. So I'm glad that we do have a Bible. I'm glad that we do have a book in our hands. This is not dead pages of ink and paper and whatever. This is spirit, words of spirit and of life, which is alive. Keep made me alive and keeping me alive. And I thank God today. It's before my eyes and I can rejoice in the Lord for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Praise God. And through his word that we have today, through the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. We're going to read some scripture in a few minutes if you stick with us. By the way, my name is Lincoln. Thank you so much for joining with us. This is a live stream from the house of God here in Montreal. And um, you can help evangelize or you can evangelize if you share this link and uh, invite people to listen. Hallelujah. You'll help me preach. You'll help me evangelize. So go ahead and do that, whether it be on our Facebook page or our, which we're streaming live or on our YouTube page live or godly, G-O-D-L-Y dot TV. If you're listening, praise God. I welcome you. Praise God. And we're going to come together to honor God, to worship God, to glorify Him, just as the Bible says. The Bible says to clap your hands. So we've done that, to praise Him on the organs and to praise Him on stringed instruments, to praise him with symbols, high sounding symbols. And I thank God today, praise God, that whatever we have, uh, whatever we can use unto God, whatever we can have that is available to you know, our strength. Uh, you know, if you're at home, if you were clapping or tapping your feet, or some of you maybe were dancing, or if you had a djembe or a bongos or a set of spoons and you were joining in. What is, the Bible says to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So it doesn't matter if you were tapping on the table or, 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 or as I said, with spoons or whatever. You, as, long as, what you, as long as you were making a joyful noise, God will be glorified. God will accept that sacrifice of praise and he will be and as it reaches
reaches his, his throne where he's at today, and I thank God that he will receive us into his presence. Praise God. Hallelujah. So don't be ashamed or or feel insufficient. I thank God that whatever that we have, praise God. Hallelujah. Like I said, you may not have the have an organ in your house, but maybe you have a piano or a keyboard. Whatever it is, we need to or we need to yes, make a joyful noise unto the Lord and as we do that, praise God, our atmosphere changes. Hallelujah. Our the the um I'm going to read something from Psalm 119 and verse 76. If you have your Bibles or if you're standing, just let me read. It says, Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be for my comfort according to thy words as God has spoken it. Amen. He says, this David writes here, he says, according to thy word unto thy servant. The first of the half of that verse, it says, Let, I pray thee, thy merciful kindness be to be for my comfort. In the French, when I read this verse in French, the word comfort was translated as my consolation, to be consoled, to be comforted. But here, this is, I know this is Old Testament, but we come into the New Testament, the Holy Ghost, which is our comforter. I thank God today that that promise that we have has not fallen short. God has not given up. It has, he hasn't reached an expiry date. I thank God today that God is God. He's still on his throne. Jesus Christ is not dead, but he is alive and that he lives in me. That's why I'm comforted. Amen. That's why I'm at peace. That's why I have this, this consolation within me. Amen. Christ in you is the hope of glory. It's what Paul wrote to the Colossian church. And I thank God with this hope, this gives me a, a brightness to my day, a, a light. Well, Jesus is that light. It gives me a, 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 a way and an understanding of being able to disregard whatever takes place, whatever the wiles of the devil is, whatever strategy he's using, whatever his side, the demonic side, the dark side, if you would, the, of the, the side which thrives in darkness, whatever they're doing to mess up this earth and mess up this land and kingdom. I can pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven as I pray to my Father in heaven. Praise God. This is what makes a difference. I can pray the way Jesus Christ taught us to pray and I thank God today it brings peace. Every word as I read through the scriptures even the Bible says amen if you need to if you need to if you need to cheer yourself up, Paul wrote, he says, sing psalms. Amen. So I just read you one verse, a couple of lines of the psalm that we have, knowing and understanding that God's grace, that God's mercy, that God's goodness. We read last week that his loving kindness is excellent. Amen. And I thank God. Amen. That means above and beyond. That means whatever this world has to offer, it doesn't even come close to what God has given. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son. The wages of your sin is, is death, but the, the gift of God through Jesus Christ our Lord is eternal life. The last verse in Romans chapter 6, combined with John 3.16. Hallelujah. This is what we have given. This is what we have been given by God. This is what we, we can walk with in the, in the, as a participant, participating with the goodness of God, which he has for you and I. Bestow it upon us. I will bless the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Hallelujah. Praise God. Daily. Amen. Not once a year. Not Christmas. Not Halloween. God forbid. People running around looking like they shouldn't be looking like. Collecting things which aren't, is not good for your health. Dressed up, not good for your soul. And collecting stuff, not good for your health. This is not good. 
Amen. Good things come from God. Amen. Not from this world. I don't care if you're dressed up like the Pope or the preacher, or if you're looking like the devil. And some people, like I said, you can go around, you can do what, do what you ever, do it. And you'll see what the, the results will be. Not good results. Amen. But the Bible says, a little later on, we're going to read Psalm chapter 1. We have promise after promise by a faithful God, by a God who delivers on his promise, by a God who delivers on his word. And this is the life we live. Well, I'm having trouble understanding that. That's why the title today, the general title that I'm going to teach under is The Deep Things of God. In the flesh, carnally, you're going to have some trouble to understand what, what God has made available even before we showed up from the beginning. Praise God. He has prepared for us. It's just ready to go. All you got to do is believe it. All you got to do is accept it. All you have to do, you'll receive it by faith. Praise God. God is ready to give because God is a good God. I don't have to turn to the things of this world to fill a void. There is no void in me. There is no emptiness in me because I am filled with the fullness of God, and I thank God. This is why I give him all the praise and the glory, and I thank him for it. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray in a couple of minutes. I think I've given you, I lost count, but I think I've given you in a, a sufficient reason. Your hands ought to be up already, is what I'm trying to say, as I edify, as I exhort, as we look at just at a few things. How shall we neglect so great salvation? Praise God. With your hands up, everyone listening to me, look up from whence cometh your help. Raise your hands, amen, unto God, and to begin to give him thanks, give him praise for who he is and for what he's done. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm not even talking about what's parked in the driveway or what's in your refrigerator. I'm speaking of what took place on Calvary as we preach a day Christ crucified, as we lift up the name of Jesus. Praise God, who was abused in his flesh, who received a crown of thorns, that pierced his his skull. That pierced his uh, the the his the very skin of his head, and he began to bleed for bleed before they pulled it or plucked his beard before they whipped him on his back thirty nine times before they pierced his hands before they pierced his feet. They mocked him and ridiculed him. But I thank God, amen, as we look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, amen, who he, he all, whatever, however he was abused, however he was mistreated, he knew the benefit, he knew the results, and that's you and I. Hallelujah today, praise God. Amen, the results of that bloodshed, the results of a redeemer that was made, uh, even though it was refused by the religion of his day, the religious people enforced by Roman, some kind of some sadistic, demonic laws or ways of punishment that they had. The prophesied as it was from the days of old, Jesus Christ came and he fulfilled that order. He fulfilled uh, the very commission. He fulfilled the very will of his Father in heaven. And I thank God today. Your hands ought to be up saying, thank you, Jesus, for what he has done. Thank you, Jesus, for what took place, for what transpired on the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for what was accomplished even before they nailed him to that wood. And I thank God today, praise God, hallelujah, that he died, as the Bible says, making an atonement for our sins to be the redeemer that he was, that he is for us. Shed, having shed his blood, much more precious than silver, much more precious than gold, but blood which was shed, blood which washed me of my sins today. I thank God today, my Father in heaven, I give you all the praise and the glory. and We thank you today for the blessing that we have of your love. 
as you sent your son Jesus Christ he came unto his own and his own received them not but today we are not the refusers we are not the rejectors we are here to receive you and as many as receive Jesus Christ amen we receive the power to become children sons of God today daughters of God today Lord, I thank God this is why we make noise. This is why we're, we're trying to cause a stir in this land that people may see that Jesus Christ is not only the answer, but Jesus Christ is the Lord. Jesus Christ is King of Kings. Jesus Christ is the Redeemer. That Jesus Christ, amen, is the only way, the only truth, the only life today. And I thank God as we lift up Jesus Christ so people can see that name power in that name, healing in that name, deliverance in that name. We lift up the name of Jesus Christ above any other name, above all sickness, above all disease, above, amen, more power than any kind of temptation, any kind of perversion, addiction, sin, disobedience that runs, that is in this world today, running wild as the days get worse, Lord. I thank God today, praise God, that your power is sufficient that your that that what you have given us that what you have provided I thank God today we are not found in lack you have provided you have supplied our need according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus I thank God today I thank you again today for your son Jesus Christ Hallelujah. I thank God for your word which has been spoken unto us. Lord, I pray for ears that will be open to hear today. Eyes that will be open to see today. The hearts that will be open to perceive and to receive today in every single person listening to me. Thank God for this technology where we can make our way into this world. We can make our way through darkness, through religion, through unbelief, through the rebellious nature of the flesh, of the hearts and men of women today, Let it, trying to sow, finding good ground so that we can sow your word into good ground, that a good seed and good ground will produce a good root, and a good root will produce good fruit as the husband and father, as you come, praise God, to purge us so that we may bear fruit, that we may bear more fruit, that we may bear much fruit. Lord, I thank God for the preaching of your word. I thank God for the anointing, for it is the anointing that will shall break the yoke. And I thank God today for the anointing of the Holy Ghost that is upon us. Uh, sit upon my brothers and sisters, amen, with that fire from above. Today, praise God, that we may be endued with a power uh, that is uh, more power than all the power of the enemy. As Jesus Christ came out of the grave, as Jesus Christ was able to announce that all power has been given me on earth, uh, above this earth, and below this earth, Lord, I thank God today that this same power exists in us through your son Jesus Christ we have power over sin, we have power over temptation, we have power over sickness, we have power over disease, we have power over the temptations of this world because Jesus Christ is alive and Jesus Christ is in us hallelujah, I give you the praise and the glory for this blessing I pray this understanding, Lord, to the young people listening. Maybe they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten, that they have ears to hear, Lord, and the Spirit of God will make a difference in them. In Jesus' name, praise God. They may not have uh, an understanding of us that have been in the Word all these years, but Lord, I pray for our children and our children's children. In Jesus' name, praise God, that they be blessed uh, with this uh, knowledge, that they may be blessed with this assuredness. They won't be, they won't have a thirst or a hunger for the things that are being offered to whoever is up for it in this world, but to 
day. We will be amongst the people that will be that will that are well able to say, I have found. Praise God. I'm no longer looking because I have found life. I have found Jesus Christ. I have found the answer. I have found, praise God, deliverance. I have found the way. I have found the truth. I'm not looking for anything else because the way which has been given us today, the way which has been made for us today is made clear. We are not walking in darkness. We are not walking or running around in circles, but I thank God today we are walking in the light, and I thank God today, praise God, that our steps are ordered of you. Our steps are ordered ordered of the Lord. Our steps are ordered in a way which will bring a praise and a glory unto your name. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank God today as we lift up our hands to give you praise and to give you the glory. I thank God today that we are not ashamed of this gospel, for it is the gospel of Christ and it is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. And I thank God today we're not coming to you as unbelievers, but in the name of Jesus, we break down the strongholds of the devil. Whatever is left, whatever the devil has, no weapon that is being formed against us shall prosper. In Jesus' name, strongholds in the lives of who whoever's listening, addictions and perversions and sin and disobedience in Jesus' name. I thank God today they are, the anointing breaks that yoke. The anointing breaks that bondage. And now to, from today, from this day forth, we stand fast in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has set us free and we're not entangled again with that yoke of bondage, but we shall walk in freedom. We shall walk, praise God, in delivered. We shall walk whole. We shall walk, praise God, in the light. While there is light, praise God, we shall walk in that light which is is a marvelous light, and I thank God today, praise God, that this walk, this direction, as we press him in toward the prize, amen, toward the mark for the prize, I thank God today, praise God, that we will, hallelujah, endure unto the end, for the same shall be saved. Give us that courage, give us that power, give us that strength that we need to endure unto the end. Hallelujah, praise God. The spirit that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. And Lord, and I thank God for that spirit. Praise God. That same spirit that raised Jesus Christ, that raised your son from the dead, it shall dwell in us. And it shall quicken our mortal bodies. It shall take us out of sin. It shall take us out of darkness. It shall take us out of disobedience. I thank God today. It took Jesus Christ out of the grave. It took him, praise God, amen, out of the depths of this world where he conquered death, where he conquered the grave. And I thank God that spirit is in everyone, in each and every one of us today. As we call upon you and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. As I say, as I declare, as I decree these words uh, to my brothers and sisters, Lord, I thank God today that it comes to pass in Jesus' name. Even that, whatever time it is, whoever's listening, wherever they may be, praise God, we can claim this in our lives today as we accept it, as we receive it, and I thank God today as we move forward, praise God, one step at a time, praise God, ordered ordained, praise God, directed by the Holy Ghost, by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. As we press, amen, as we make our way, praise God, as pilgrims in this land, in this world, but not of it. Lord, but we're making our way. Praise God. Not falling into sin, not falling into temptation. Hallelujah. But thank God for that way. And that way shall be called the way of holiness. So we follow peace. We follow holiness with all men and women, and peace as well. For without such, no, none of us will see the Lord. So I thank God today, praise God, knowing this promise, we can be holy even as you are holy. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, I thank God today, praise God, as I pray these things. 
Someone somewhere says amen because they agree. Hallelujah, because we stand in one accord, because we stand in one spirit, because we stand in one mind, because we stand in the gap to make the difference. So we say amen. All the saints of God, everyone says amen and amen. Hallelujah, praise God, because of who we are, because of how Jesus Christ made us. Praise God, those who have the Son has life, and I thank God today, praise God, we possess life, and we possess life everlasting because of Jesus Christ and Him crucified in each and every one of us today. Praise God, thank God. Hallelujah. Give Him the praise, give Him the glory. If your hands are still up, amen, give God, the Bible says He's worthy, praise God, so you can give him a little more effort. Amen. A few more seconds, a couple more minutes. Praise God. It's not, it's going to be good for your soul, good for your flesh. Praise God. Good for your mind, good for your heart. Hallelujah. As we, as we come to God in his presence, as we lift up his name, someone can say, thank you, Jesus. Someone can say, thank you, Jesus. Someone else can say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For what he has done. Thank the Lord. Saving my soul. Hallelujah. When I think of his goodness and what he has done for me, my very soul cries out, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, thank you Jesus. At home, say hallelujah, praise God, shout it out, shout it out loud, hallelujah, but what about the neighbors, what about the neighbors, amen, about time they hear Jesus. Hallelujah. Not Gene Bellavo. Jesus. Amen. Not somebody who, whatever, I don't know what they're doing now, scored or shoot a hoop or whatever. Jesus, because he died for me. Jesus, because he shed blood for me. Jesus, because he suffered the death of the cross on Calvary. Jesus, because he is my Savior. Jesus, because he is the giver of life. Jesus, because he has come to give life and give it to us more abundantly. Say the name Jesus. Say the name Jesus at home. Say his name. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. Praise God. We lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Not ashamed, praise God, of what he has done. Higher. Amen. Higher. Praise God. Higher. John says, I, I become smaller. He says, I decrease so that there may be increase in Jesus. Praise God. This is where it counts. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When there was no way, God made a way. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And anyone who is well versed in the in the scrolls, if you would, they didn't have an Old Testament. All they had was the Testament, so to speak. They didn't have an Old until Jesus came. So what they had, their scriptures, they would read some Isaiah, and they would read some Jeremiah, and they'd read some David, and they'd read some Moses and some Abraham. They were expecting someone, Amen. a Messiah, who is given the name Jesus by a messenger, by an angel. And it doesn't matter who came afterwards because nobody was expecting Buddha. He just showed up. I don't even know where he came from. 
But Jesus, we know his origin. We know where he came from. We know that a word, the, the woman that found favor in God, her name was Mary, by the way, found favor. And she looked at the messenger. She looked at the angel and said, you know what? Let it be according to thy word. We know where Jesus came from. I don't know where Muhammad came from. And the Quran. But he died and he had nothing, he had nothing anyways. They wrote those things after, well, long after he was dead. So that whole system's all mixed up. It doesn't matter what people say. I know some people come, they try to tell me, well, your God and Allah is all the same. No, it's not. My God has a son. Allah? Allah? Yeah, he has no son. I asked my Muslim friends, does Allah have a son? Oh, no, 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 no. No, they say, oh, they, irrefutably, no, 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 can't be, no sons, no sons. So I don't know what's wrong with Allah. Must be sterile. But my God has a son, and he sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the world, and that's what made a difference in my life, because I was dead in my sins and trespasses till Jesus Christ came. Anybody else? It just makes strife and divisions. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. You can't convince me otherwise. Hallelujah. I know the truth. That's why I'm free. So what made you free? Jesus Christ. That's truth. The truth ye shall know. Thank God in my hands I have a book of truth. My holy Bible. The scriptures. The mouth, amen. The words which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. No doubt Jesus was hungry after fasting for 40 days. And along came a little voice. said, make some bread out of those rocks or out of that stone. Make some bread. Who's talking? Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of God's mouth, not your mouth. Sorry, devil. Sorry, Lucifer. Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. They'll hear other voices, but they won't be following those voices. They won't be following those instructions. They won't be seduced. They won't be deceived by those voices because I know the voice of Jesus Christ and no other voice. So when another voice came to Jesus, says, why don't you do some of this and some of that? Uh -uh, I'm not listening to you. Because my God is not saying it. That's why I have a book here of the Word of God, of what God has spoken, of what God has said, and I follow His instructions. Praise God. Doesn't matter who says what. Doesn't matter how popular they are. Doesn't matter how logical, how philosophical they may sound. I have the words of spirit and the words of life. And His name is, you read the last page. Praise God. If you have a Bible and you haven't got to the last page yet, I stood, I stood before a woman once. She was at least 20 years older than I was. This was a few years ago. And a Sunday school teacher. And she says, ah, I don't know if I've ever read the book of Revelations. My draw job. What? I started to quote some scripture. This scripture, that verse, this verse from Revelations. Quoting Revelation. Maybe it would be a good thing. I'm sure it would be a good thing if you just open up to the last 22 chapters of your Bible and begin to read. Amen. But if you want some insight, just turn to the last page of your Bible and find out who the Word is. Find out who's coming back. His name is Jesus. Praise God. So prophetically speaking, as I said, he was, he was expected. God sent, and Jesus came. Are you glad that he came? 
Say it. Testify it. You can even write it in the comment section saying, I'm so glad Jesus came. Came unto his own. His own received them not, but that's, that's their problem. Praise God. Today, I have chosen life. His name is Jesus. I will live that life which Jesus has come to give me. And I thank God today. I am blessed because God says, choose life. And you get the blessings that go with it. Praise God. So let's give God all the praise and all the glory. Everyone at home, praise God. Amen. Make known the ways of God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep your hands up and thank God for those results right now. Praise God. Amen. Even if the, even if the lost is sitting right beside you, praise God. Hallelujah. You can look and say, dear, I don't want you to be lost. My dear wife, my dear husband, I don't want you lost. If you need to text somebody, say, I'm praying for you right now. Amen. Dear uncle, I'm praying. We are praying for you right now. Amen. Dear cousin, dear brother, dear sister, amen. If you have to text somebody, amen. I'm not big on people texting while I preach, but since I'm not pre-text, pull out your phone and say, we're praying for you right now. In Jesus' name, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for their faith as they reach out. We agree together to, amen, as we call it done in Jesus' name. We agree together. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise his holy name. Keep your hands up. In the name of Jesus Christ, praise God. Whatever situations that need to be fulfilled in your favor, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's not the devil that has his way. Praise God. It's God that will have his way. Praise God. We stand in the devil's way. Amen. We make it hard for the devil to do what he wants to do. We can make the difference today as we stand in the gap. In Jesus' name, praise God. We have the victory. In Jesus' name, praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. His name is Jesus. Give God the praise and the glory. Thank you, Jesus. souls that need to come to you in Jesus' name. But we pray. Praise God. We call it done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All the praise, all the glory, all the honor goes to you now in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you believe it, say it. Amen. Say it. Amen. Say, I believe it. Praise God. Belongs to me. Hallelujah. Partakers of his promises in Jesus name praise God hallelujah I thank I thank God that we can we can sing it that way praise God kind of kind of like an old testament style to it if you would but in the new testament when Jesus Christ already mentioned when he came out of the grave Jesus Christ came out of the grave he says all power has been given to me on earth in heaven and above the earth what happened to my volume because it's and above the earth. And then a few scriptures later, a few verses later, Jesus went to the disciples. He says, I give you this power. Praise God. So I know we sing this. I know we've been singing it for years. Let the Lord fight my battles. But Jesus said, whatever you bind, and we did some binding. And he says, what, or God says, whatever you loose, through Jesus Christ teaching us this, he said, shall be loose. Whatever you bind shall be bound. Praise God. So I thank God for the power endued in me. Amen. I can do, I thank God for Jesus Christ. Don't get me wrong. Praise God. But I'm not sitting back waiting for God to do something. I'll take matters into my own hands like David did, not by might nor by power, but by the spirit of the living God that is in me. Praise God. And I thank God today that victory is mine. Praise God. All mine. 
some of you know the preaching for the past couple of years. I'm, I'm not, it's not that I'm taking any, anything from God, but I'm placing within your hands what you and I need to do as we call things done. Praise God. But now that I'm a New Testament believer, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, praise God. I'm in battle. I know, I, I know I'm engaged in warfare because God gave me a shield. God gave me a sword. God gave me a helmet for protection. God gave me a breastplate for protection. God gave me some shoes so, I wouldn't, so I'd be able to stand or go wherever I need to go. Praise God. Amen. And God gave me, my loins are girt with truth. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I thank God today that makes the difference. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sorry to change, amen, the, the origins of that song, but hallelujah. Been preaching for a little while that we're not just sitting there doing nothing. Praise God. Amen. At certain times, that may have been, as I said, the Old Testament examples that we do have. Amen. They saw God move. Praise God. But now, thanks to Jesus, someone say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I have victory, and if I have to cast out a devil or have to rebuke a devil, amen, I can do that in the name of Jesus. So victory is still mine. I mean, that doesn't change. The first half of that song is good. Victory is all mine, all mine. Praise God. Amen. Victory today is mine. Amen. We sing it kind of a different version. Praise God. Victory is mine, all mine. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Someone say today, victory is yours. Praise God. Resist the devil and we see him flee. Praise God. And as I've mentioned before, if you have to, just tell the devil and say, if you don't, if you're not going to flee, I'll just put you under my feet. Hallelujah. With the scorpions and the vipers, amen, the heel that will bruise you. Praise God. As God prophesied on the second page in your Bibles, you can read. Praise God. Where the devil came and he made a mess of things. But God says it doesn't end there. I thank God today. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not the devil that's going to write my end. It's not the devil that is going to um, design or shape the way my life ends. It's God. Amen. Because Jesus Christ, because God through his son, Jesus Christ, is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. My end doesn't end with the devil. My end doesn't end the way Lucifer's ending, the way Satan is going to end. I praise God. I've got a better ending. I've got a better way. I've got a better hope under a better covenant because of Jesus Christ today. Praise God. So victory is mine. Hallelujah. Victory is mine today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give God the praise and give God the glory for what we are about to receive, for what we have received through his word, through the teaching, and through the praying, through the prayer, prayers of the saints. Hallelujah. I mentioned last week, I gave a, as a title, as a general title, was Get Thirsty. And I, I, we, I read through scriptures that we need to pant, we need to put ourselves into a position. I mean, if you breathe in deeply or um, through, through your mouth, as panting is, you, pretty soon you need, you need some liquid. You need, to, you need to replenish that thirst. And sometimes the flesh will be drinking of a substance or eating or trying to fulfill whatever it, its desires or requirements in a way where we kind of ignore the Word of God. We read last week that drinking of the waters of life or drinking living water 
we need to uh, make sure that we are drinking and eating. If you read John 6, we get into the specifics of bread from heaven, manna which comes from above. Jesus says, I am that bread, and if you don't eat that bread, so the flesh of Jesus that needs to be eaten, these are spiritual things. Um, sometimes we have a uh, we seem to run into a problem to grasp it if we're trying to relate to it in a carnal sense. And I'm going to bring in the teaching. I changed the title today. My general title is, is the deep things of God. We're going to find out what they are, some of what they are and who, um, who can participate of them and with them. As going back into John 6, when we are to eat of his flesh and to drink his blood, it, it defies whatever textbook teaching, if you would, or carnal teaching or encyclopedias or whatever that is in this world, because the deep things of God, God being a spirit, well, we understand that the deep things of God, the things that God has for us, I mean, these are just not deep things that we can't touch or we don't get to partake of or we have to wait until we die. No, that's not the God that we serve. The God that we serve is a God that has prepared for us. We read last week a scripture verse that comes to mind, amen, that, that described the loving kindness of God as his excellent, excellent loving kindness. If you remember what we read last week, these are the blessings that we have Amen. When we're close to Jesus, we read scripture in John chapter 4 and the 34th verse where, and, and I'm just going to take that one verse, but not out of context. If you need the background of, of, that, of that particular John 4, 34th verse, you read the scriptures prior, beginning from verse 1, and read what transpired as far as the, that account is concerned, where it came to where Jesus says, well, uh, you know, you, 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 the disciples came back, and, and, and they said, what do you mean you're not hungry? And if you read in John chapter 4, verse 34, where Jesus said unto them, he says, my meat... He said, I've been eating. And they're looking around saying, what have you been eating? And they're looking for like empty wrappers or they're looking for a lunchbox or, or a plate and fork and knife that has been used. And Jesus says, no, 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 that. My meat is to do the will, John chapter 4, verse 34. This is Jesus speaking. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to accomplish and to finish his work. Sorry, the accomplishes was the French translation. But in English, John 4, verse 34, and to finish, as I mentioned last week, when we, our, our flesh, when it comes time, when it, you know, the stomach starts to growl for some food, we get hungry, we reach out, we can, we can either satisfy the flesh with a bag of chips or some fries or something, or we can give the flesh some, some good vegetables and revitalize, amen, the flesh. And here Jesus was saying, well, there is revitalization. He says, my finalization, he says, I will finish the works that my Father has sent to do. He said, that's my meat. This is how, what I partake of. This is what sustains me. This is what keeps me going. This is who I am. Praise God. And as I mentioned, you, we read the last few verses in Luke chapter 10, there's a proximity effect. I mentioned last week, we read scripture saying, the assembly of the saints, as we gather together, my brother's close to me, my sister's close to me, how we connect spiritually, not virtually, but spiritually through this technology in such a way, going back to the woman where, that was sitting at the feet of Jesus, she got close to Jesus. We need to be close to this word. We need to, we have, as I said, there's a proximity effect or the priv privileges of being close to Jesus Christ, to be close 
close to his word is that we can, we're in, we're one, we're in hearing distance. Amen. We can hear what thus saith the Lord. We can hear what God has and God, what God has intended for us to hear. We can hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say unto the church. Praise God. Because we're in the church, because we're gathered together I used the word last week, tabernacle, amen, where God will tabernacle with us. We looked at a, a verse last week. If you missed the teaching, praise God, it was good teaching. I listened to it several times this week. And, and the writer in the Bible says, the birds, they, they can go wherever they want, but he says, the birds, when he says, I will decide to tabernacle, I will decide, praise God, to be where the altar of the Lord is. So I thank God today we can make a choice, but the choice we have made, especially the names which I have read, the names that we have prayed for, and I trust by faith there's other people listening as well that we have made the choice to be as uh, to be uh, to, to for what is needful and to be gathered together today to hear the word of God that the, our Bibles can be open that our eyes are able to see that our eyes are able to read that our eyes are able to be uh, to be blessed as the prophet said you're blessed with eyes to see and you do see you're blessed with ears to hear and you do hear I thank God today the heart which God has given us is a heart which allows us to perceive and to receive where God says, I will take out that heart of stone and I will replace it with a heart of flesh. Praise God. And I thank God for that blessing that we do have. As I said, we're Jesus Christ. Now look at, we read last week in the first chapter of Hebrews. I want to read the third verse, but for the sake of laying foundation, the first verse and the second verse as we get to Hebrews chapter 1 and the third verse, it said, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, so at different times, at different periods in time, there was a period when Jeremiah spoke the word, Hosea spoke the word, there was a period when it was David and Abraham. So God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, that's the way it was done then, now hath he in these last days spoken unto us by his son. His name is? Amen. Whom he hath appointed heir of all things, not some things, but all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Now, verse 3, we are going to be given a scriptural, biblical reference description of who Jesus Christ is. Who being the, verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the, underline these next five words, the express image of his person. God who has made us in his image. Turn to the first page of your Bible or the second page in your Bible. You can see how God prepared in his, his, in his mind, in his, I don't want to get too carnal, but God put some thought into this. Without getting carnal, God put some, amen, he put some time, he put some effort into how he made you and how he made I in his image. Let us make man in, in our image. Do you read this? The first page of your Bible. And this is confirmed when we read here in this third verse, who, talking about Jesus Christ. Again, this is a biblical description of Jesus Christ. This is not a social Jesus. This is not a moral Jesus. This is not an ethical Jesus. This is not a political Jesus. This is not a philosophical philosophical Jesus. This is a biblical Jesus. Some would say Jesus in the Bible. 
Amen. This is not a humanized Jesus because this is what religion is doing today, trying to change, change the very image of, of Jesus or trying to change his ways or trying to understand, you know, we're going to figure out what his personality was and how he is. So you have Hollywood making, you know, uh, scenes or stories and books that are being written of all kinds of things. And one thing I do know while you're reading another book, this book is closed. Amen. So this book that needs to be open. This book, which has life, which is everlasting, this book needs to be consumed. This is more necessary. I've been talking about food, about drinking, about being thirsty, about being hungry. More necessary than what my flesh needs, my spirit needs. Amen. And this is what, how the book of Job teaches us. And I thank God today that this teaching, this understanding that we do have. Amen. I want Jesus as he is, as he, as he was amongst us for a few years that he walked the face of this earth, as he is today. He has not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, but yet we try to to, to uh, p- picture or try to describe a, a Jesus, and then we have a Jesus that's, that's, uh, that's uh, leaning towards Catholicism, then we have a Jesus that's leaning towards pro- you know, being pro- pro- protesting or Protestantism. We have a Jesus that, or, or, or no Jesus whatsoever. They say, oh, there may be a God, but he has no some. We have all these variations that have taken place, which divide uh, which d- divide, they destroy. They are contrary to what we can read here. We need to understand who Jesus is as he is, as it is written through the word of God. Amen. So when we read verse 3 in Hebrews, this is a biblical description. This is a godly description. This is Jesus for who he is as he is. We can't change that. This is what men and women need to realize in all the religions, religious institutions and denominations that exist today. They try to change things on the side of Jesus or on the side of God or on the side of their words. And by their word, I mean God's word or the words of Jesus. Well, the change comes from you and I because God doesn't change, nor does his word change. And when we read this today, we have to realize that, yet there, there is things that need to be changed, and that would be you and me. Because the way we came into this world, we were born short of the glory of God. We were all born in sin and trespasses, where Jesus came and he made it clear. He says, you must be born again. So when we become born again, this is a, there's a change that takes place. There's a change that happens in your life and in my life. It's not God that changes. It's not Jesus that's changed. That it is I that have changed. I become that new creature. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this is kind of what we were looking at. We read some of these scriptures last week, kind of leading up to where we will spend some time with some scriptures this week. So turn to your Bibles in 1 Corinthians. In the first book of Corinthians, I want to read a few verses. My general title, which probably won't change for two or three weeks, is The Deep Things of God. Did I finish verse 3 in Hebrews 1? I didn't think so. Upholding all things. And by the word of his power, this is who Jesus is. As I said, this is not a... And whether our politicians agree with him or not, Amen. Like I said, this, we, need, we need to be biblical, not political, not social, moral, ethical, ecclesiastical. Churches come up with all kinds of theological. There's another theology today. Changes things. 
But thank God today for Christ, Jesus, hallelujah, qualified, certified by what we read in our Bibles. Can someone say amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Doesn't matter how they dress him up and how they paint colors and describe him. Jesus is Jesus. Hey, Peter, who do you say I am? Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Some say you're like Isaiah. Some say you're like a prophet. Some say you're like a good man. None of those things have changed. People today, they still come up with these. I don't care if it's Oprah or if, or if the preacher in a suit and tie stood behind a, his pulpit and told you whatever song and dance that was, that was said. Without the Bible, as I said, reading something else is going to, it's the wrong, wrong words, wrong vocabulary, the wrong concept. Listen, but as it is written, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and the ninth verse. We're going to find out how things are different and why things are different. But as it is written, verse 9, 1 Corinthians 2, 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of a man or a woman the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. I'm going to read the second half again. The thing, I have not seen, can't see it, haven't heard about it. It's not really getting into, it's not penetrating the heart of men and women today. But these things, and we're going to, I'll get to the next verse, the next two verses, we're going to have a solid definition of what these things are. The things which God hath prepared, someone say prepared. Amen. Thank God that God's not scrambling. Oh, oh, I forgot something. That's not my God. Amen. God's not sitting back going, oh, no, I didn't think of that. That's not my God. God saw this coming before you and I saw it coming. Amen. Sometimes we sit, there's all kinds of things that may take us by surprise. But I thank God today, God is not a God that's surprised. Amen. God is, I don't want to be carnal, but I'll use some terms, some words. God is calm. He's cool. He's collective. Amen. He's not being moved. He's not being persuaded. He's not being, uh, uh, or dissuaded in any way or fashion. Amen. The will of God, the plan which God has set in motion from day one. Amen. You have people today, they go, Joe Biden, who saw that coming? Oh, no, God did. Amen. Klaus Schwab, who saw him coming? God did. That's why I'm not worried. That's why I'm not concerned about whatever decisions they're trying to make. I was having fellowship with my brother. Uh, I don't know if, um, if you're listening yet, but my brother said this week, and um, he said, uh, he's, in the conversation, just we were comparing because I have a few pounds to gain, and it's kind of not working. I'm wearing suspenders because I didn't hit 160 on the scale today. So... My wife was saying, suspenders. And I'm saying, it says 160.0. You're not over 160. It says 160.0. I tried. I've been eating. My brother says, well, I have a, you have a few pounds to gain. I have a few pounds to lose. Then we were talking about, the, you know, whatever's transpiring. The shelves are getting bare and whatever. And he says, my brother, and, and I didn't see this coming, but my brother says on the phone, he says, you know what? He says, whatever happens, he says, they'll be starving. And he says, but I'll still be fat. 
quoting him. Amen. And I'm sitting there saying, yeah, that's right. Praise God. We're not the ones going to be begging. And he says, if, it take, if God needs a raven to bring steak, hallelujah, thank God for his faith. He was increasing, amen, my faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. My expectancy of who God is. So God has prepared, going back to verse 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the things which God has prepared for them, not for everybody, but for them that love him. Hallelujah. So when I had quite a few of my French brothers and sisters before me this afternoon, I read this. What it took, how many times? Two or three? Maybe it was the fourth time when finally somebody, it was two sisters at the same time. They, I, I wanted to generate a response. And the, for, for, since we're talking about the good things which God has in store, which have prepared for them that love him, and I kept reading until finally, so at the same time, one sister said, that's me, and the other sister says, I love him. So now that you know the answer, I'm going to read this, and I want everybody to shout it out at home. The things which God has prepared for them, who's that, that love him, I love you. Amen. God, I love you. Hallelujah. Thank God for the things which you have prepared. Nothing's going to catch you off guard. This is the God that we serve. He's not surprised. He's not shocked. Hallelujah. Praise God at whatever is happening in this world. Amen. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. God hath revealed, verse 10, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. And I underline those three words. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Someone say all things. Yea, the deep things of God. That's where I got my title from. The deep things of God. Thank God for the deep things of God. Why is it called the deep things of God? Let's continue reading. For what man knoweth the things of another man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, I underline those two words. So, since, it, since it's this way, carnally or in the flesh, Paul, writing this letter, inspired of the Holy Ghost, he says, even so, so in, in like manner, in the same way, the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. The only way we're going to partake, if you would, or participate, or receive from God through his spirit. Now we have received, listen to verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Good to see you, my sister Susan. Good to see you, my sister Rosa. And David Graton, good to see you after all these years. I'm so glad that you're listening. Praise God. Be blessed. We're reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. So, we just finished reading in verse 11 where it says, but the Spirit of God. And we're going to find out that we are all faced, every one of us, we are all faced with an either or. One way or the other. And I'll get to that in a few minutes. Verse 12, it says, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God. So if you underlined, I have underlined in my Bible, the spirit which is of God. We have, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to 
to us of God. I'm going to read the second half of this. The spirit which we have received of God, it allows us or it produces within us an understanding that we might know the things, what kind of thing? The deep things. Without the spirit of God, you may know certain things. As I said, there may be an element, a certain amount of knowledge or something that comes out of a textbook, but this is not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about a different knowledge. I'm talking about a different spirit. I'm talking about a different wisdom. I'm talking about a different set of objectivity or a different mindset that we have, and it comes from God, and it's free. Someone say it's free. Amen. That's what we just read. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, verse 13, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth. I'm sorry about Britannica Encyclopedia. Sorry about Wikipedia if you're a little more modern. Some of you kids are saying, Mommy, what's Encyclopedia Britannica? Well... You've got Wikipedia, we had Britannica. Which things also we speak using different language, using different words, using a different vocabulary. Verse 13, I'll read it the way the King James has it written. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth. That's the spirit which comes from God. It's a holy spirit. It's a holy ghost. It's a holy understanding. That's why these are the deep things of God, because you've got to be holy to understand them, holy to receive them, holy to get them. It belongs to holy people. It belongs to holy saints, because it comes from a holy God, and it's given to us. The understanding is given to us by a holy ghost. Spiritual. The last few words in verse 13. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. This is what, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, when you have a leaning on carnal things or a leaning or an understanding which is book-given or worldly vision, a worldly vision, rather, that, is, that comes from this world. Verse 13, it says, using words of man's wisdom, which things also we speak. How do you say? How do you repeat? How do you recite? I said before, quote the scriptures. You can't go wrong when you quote the scriptures of God. When you can recite what thus it is written, it is written, it is written, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. This is what we're doing today. This is what we receive today. With the Holy Ghost, where Jesus said, told his disciples, he says, I've got to leave. If I don't leave, the Holy Ghost won't come down. The Holy Ghost, which is a comforter, a Holy Ghost, which will lead you and will guide you in all truth. Somebody else doing the leading, somebody else doing the guiding, who knows where you're going to end up. If you read the Bible, you'll find out what the results are, and the results are not good. 
We need to follow the voice which God has given us. And I thank God today, and his name is Jesus. As sheep, we know his voice. We know the shepherd's voice. He's a good shepherd. He's a returning shepherd. He's a coming shepherd. And I thank God today, praise God, that we have the word which we're reading today, the word which is, which is entering our ears, blessed with ears to hear, that we can be a partaker of the good things, a partaker of the deep things, because this is going to get deep when it's spiritual. The carnal, carnality has trouble to understand. That's why we need to be spiritual. As we read these words of spirit and of life, one of the things we're going to look at, the deep things of God, is life. We'll spend a little time looking at life. First John chapter 5. I'm going to read one verse in 1 John chapter 5. I mentioned a few minutes ago, we're going to find out that it's either or, one way or the other. And this is confirmed as I read in 1 John chapter 5, the 12th verse, verse 12. He that hath the Son hath life. His name is? And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. So, either you, you have or you don't have. It's not in between. A little bit of both. This is not binary, to use some modern terminology. Either, you either you're living or you're dead, dying. Either there's life in you, you can't have both. God doesn't dwell amongst dead things. A couple of women came around amongst a bunch of dead folks. You go, where's Jesus? And the angels looked at those women and said, why are you searching for the living amongst the dead? I thank God today the life that I have, the life through in Jesus Christ, because one, there is life in me, because Jesus Christ is in me. Hallelujah. I came with my flesh, and I gave my flesh to God, and I received his spirit in return, and this is what makes the difference. Praise God between who we are as children of God and who the world is whether they be religious or non-religious or atheist or partially religious or whatever they may want to call themselves. Amen. We have received the Spirit of God. We have received a, an understanding from God that replaces, and I have to, if I have to use, if I have to refer or to confer to what Paul wrote, Paul says, I've received all kinds of knowledge and all kinds of things and all kinds of worldly wisdom and whatever, but he says right now, he says, I'll flush it down the toilet because it's dung. He says, I count it all but dung. If I, if I keep the dung, if I keep the, the, the excrement, if you would, I'm trying to be polite. If I just keep that, he says, I'll lose out on who Jesus Christ is. I want to know Jesus Christ. I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to know Jesus Christ for who he is and all this other stuff that comes from religion, like I says. Even though they may, may, we believe in Jesus, and they describe him socially. They describe him morally. They describe him ethically. They describe him politically. They describe him in a way that, that is easy to accept. But Jesus came along, and he told his disciples, because Jesus is the truth, because Jesus spoke truth, and he told his disciples, you want to follow me? Well, you're going to run into some trouble. You want to follow me? Well, they're going to be hated because they hate me. You want to follow me? Well, you're going to be persecuted. You want to follow me? Well, you're going to have to stand up 
step before judges. But I thank God the promise that we have. He said, whatever weapon is formed against us, it shall not prosper. When we stand in the day of being accused or falsely accused, I thank God today there's a difference that's going to be made because the life that is in me, I have the Son. I have life. I have God. If God before me, who can be against me? Amen. In a way that I am defeated. I'm not defeated. I have received the promises which, which God has bestowed upon his children, which he has prepared. We were reading in the Corinthians. God has prepared this for us. There's a preparation that God has for you and I, and we can partake of, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm prepared in advance. Even though right now I'm walking in the house of God and I'm walking on, you know, nice carpeted floors and, you know, ambient room temperature and such. And even though we had a nice sunny day today, praise God, but I am ready when it comes time to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. There are things that have been prepared for you and I. This is the God whom we serve. This is the God who has equipped us, who has given us, who has fulfilled us with what we need to endure unto the end for the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. If I don't give up on God, God won't give up on me either. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is not going to run out of his resources, run out of what he, you know, run short. His supply is not going to run short. God is not going to be outdated. God is not going to be all of a sudden say, oh, expiry date, no longer, best before date. God doesn't have God as God. There is no other God beside him. And I thank God today. What makes a difference in my life is this is the confidence. This is the assurance. This is the, this is how I stand upon and depend on what has been spoken by an eternal living God who is faithful and true to his words. Can someone say, thank you, Jesus? Heaven and earth shall pass, but he said, the words which I speak unto you, they shall not pass. Amen. This is a biblical Jesus Christ I'm describing to you, not a, not a humanly transformed or humanized Jesus. This is the Jesus which God sent into this world. They didn't want him because he sounded a little different. Reading in John chapter 1. We'll get there in a few minutes, but we can jump ahead a little bit. Where it says, I quote this often, he came unto his own and his own received them not. Because he didn't, he did, they, they expected the Messiah to look a little, they were expecting the Messiah. They just didn't expect him to look or to sound the way he sounded like. That can't be him. Nah. What good comes out of Bethlehem? What good comes out of Nazareth? They were, even they were sitting there saying, oh, Nah, there's an issue with his background. But when I preach a Christ crucified, it makes a difference in our lives because we begin to realize that as Jesus Christ had to go into the grave, I need to be, amen, I needed to die just as Jesus Christ died in the grave. This is read Romans chapter 6. This is what the waters of baptism is all about. As Jesus Christ needed to be buried, I needed to be buried as Jesus Christ. As Jesus Christ needed to come out of that grave, amen, with power and overcoming death and the sting of death and the grave and the victory which he had over death and over the grave, I need, amen, I need to come out of that very same, uh, same, the same element that Jesus Christ faces. Nothing changing. Jesus Christ did it for me. He was the first to go through it. And now that I, now I know that the same power, the same, the spirit that was in Christ Jesus shall also dwell in me and it shall quicken my mortal body. And I thank God today, praise God, this is what a crucified Christ is all about. This is not a bearded man on a cross. This is not some kind of image hanging on a wall or some statue that's deaf, dumb, and can't say or can't feel nothing. This is 
Jesus Christ who is not dead, Jesus Christ that he, who is alive, even though they laid him in the grave, he got up and he walked himself out because as, he, as Jesus Christ told his disciples, all power has been given to me, unto me. All the power on this earth. That's a whole lot of power. And if that's not enough, he says, all power in heaven, under heaven, all power under this earth, and that same power today has been given us. Power and authority over all devils, over all demons, over all unclean spirits. And I thank God today this will allow us, praise God, to keep making process, progress, rather, to keep, as we draw nigh unto God, wanting to get closer to God, step by step, having our steps ordered. Turn to Psalm chapter 1. Having our steps ordered of the Lord. As we begin to make uh, our way, as we begin to to uh, create a distance between the evil which is behind us, uh, the evil which is the enemy of our soul, the, e the evil which would destroy our very soul, our very spirit, and as we get closer to God, because this is how Jesus Christ, we read uh, that, that Jesus Christ being the express uh, image of his Father in heaven, of his, I, I thank God today that we, that this is Jesus Christ for who he really is. This is not a religious description, a religious Jesus, a Hollywood Jesus, and I gave all sorts of other names that people have these understandings, just makes it a little easier for them to become who they think they are, but Jesus said, you must be born again. This means your mind needs to be changed. Your heart needs to be changed. The way your blood flows needs to change. Coming into this world, there need, there's a different, either or. You have the son, you have, say it. If you have the son, Jesus Christ, you have life. If you don't have the son, you don't have. So what do you got? If you don't have life, you have death. This is what happens to all these types of descriptions that we have, when you look at all the religions and religions that are growing and religions that aren't growing, this is why the devil is trying to, not trying, he's doing, he's doing pretty good at changing the image, the very image of God, who we are to be before our God and our maker. When we read verse 3 in Hebrews chapter 1, we find out who Jesus was. Even though they circumcised his flesh in the very synagogue, when, and it doesn't matter whether he was 12 or when he was 30, whatever happened in between from 30 to 33, the will of God was accomplished. As we read this, Jesus said, this is my meat, to do the will of him that has sent me, not only just to do his will, but to accomplish, to finish it to get to the end. And when we read, again, this is biblical Jesus. This is Bible Jesus. It's not some other Jesus that just creates havoc in the lives and minds of people in their souls. Did you turn to Psalm chapter 1? We're going to read the whole chapter. Bless it. Someone say bless. Underline that first word. Blessed is the man, blessed is the woman, 
my brothers and sisters listening, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight, underline the word delight, blessed delight. Delight, blessed. My joy, my happiness. My sister, my sister Linda, what was it again she said? Thank God for Sundays. Amen. What's that? I love Sundays. Amen. So King James word, sister, I delight. Amen. Sunday, I love Sundays. Praise God. But his delight, my delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. You talk to people say, why is it you always got your Bible around? Why is it you're always talking about Bible? Because it's my delight. If it brings me joy, why not day and night? Why should I skip a day? Amen. You go to your doctor and your doctor gives you little colored pills. So you got to take it twice a day, otherwise your heart's going to stop. Show me the person that skips a day after getting a report like that. Well, I don't need it today. My heart's still running. The doctor says, take it twice a day. You'll... So my delight is in the law of the Lord. Let's get back into the spirit. Since it's, since it's joyful, since it's my delight, I love Sundays, I will meditate day and night. And that person, verse 3, he shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth fruit in a season. Someone say fruit. That's the blessing. Blessed is the man, first word in the first verse. We're happy, we're joyful, we serve the Lord with gladness. God loveth them who serve, amen, give cheerful, delightful, happy. And that tree, planted by the rivers of water, bringeth forth his fruit in a season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth, whatsoever he doeth, shall prosper. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Whatsoever he doeth, amen, do nothing, you'll never hear, well done. Do something, perform, amen. Be meat for the master's use. That means the master wants to use you some way, one way or the other. Whatever that gift is, whatever we have received from God, it's not buried like the single talent in a, in a pile of mud in the earth somewhere. We're putting it to use. We're making it hard for the devil to do or to accomplish whatever he's trying to do. We're making it difficult for the devil. This is as we, as we preach a message which brings salvation to the world today. Therefore the ungodly, verse 5, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. There's a separation. I forgot verse 4. Verse 4. The ungodly, oh yes, that's right. The ungodly are not so, now we're changing. Now we're going from the blessed, from the delight. Delightful. Amen. Are you delightful? The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Being sons of God, well, being godly, like I said, it's a joy, it's a delightful. We're not downers. And your hand's not on the horn, making all kinds of singles, signals with your finger because somebody did you wrong on the road or somebody looked at you sideways. No, we're a delight because the Spirit of God is in us. 
We can smile. Are you smiling? Can't see you. Are you smiling? The ungodly are not so, but they are like a chaff which the wind drive out of the way. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. The, listen to the last, well, the last two verses, but verse 6 especially. The difference between a sinner and a righteous. Well, I was in church this morning, and they said there's nobody righteous. Well, that clearly indicates that you got some trouble reading I don't know where you learned to read, but because my Bible here says the Lord knows the way of the righteous, the way of the godly. But the way of the ungodly, but the way of the ungodly, to finish chapter one, the unrighteous, the way of the ungodly, what happens? What happens to life? It perishes. Are you reading with me? If you're wondering, I'm reading from a King James. See, in modern religion today, they group the sinner with the Christians. They all get grouped all together. I'm a sinner saved by grace. No, that's an oxymoron. That doesn't really work. Either you have the Son and you have life, or you don't have the Son and you don't have life. You have the Son and you're living, or you don't have the Son and you're dying. Dead in your sins and trespasses. It can't be either or. Like I said, this is not binary. This is not one or the other. Trying to combine both. A little bit of this one, a little bit of that one. Doesn't work that way. There's a way which leadeth unto life. Any other way leadeth unto death and unto destruction. The Lord knows the way of the righteous. This is what we're reading. I'm born again. I'm not a sinner. Thank God there is a Savior. I have a Savior. And his name is Jesus Christ. I don't want to be grouped with the people that are falling, with the people that aren't successful because they're not being taught right. They have not, they have not subdued the change yet which we have received through Jesus Christ. A new heart is a new heart. A new way is a new way. And not only is a new way a new way, but the Bible, the writer in Hebrew says this is going to be a better way. Under a better covenant, I thank God we have a better sustenance. There's a better place that we are headed for. I thank God that the direction that we have, even though the flesh is always saying, oh, you, we're walking on the way, and the flesh, take the next exit. Some pleasure, take the next exit for some sin. Take the next exit for some whatever, some perversion. Take the next exit for some addiction. I thank God that we can stay on this way. Jesus says there's going to be light. Walk in the light while there is light. I thank God I'm walking in the light. I can see where I'm going. I thank God that there's a mark. There's a goal that I press toward. I'm making my effort to get to the end, to endure unto the end, for the same shall be saved. Because greater is he that is in me. I can resist the devil and see the devil flee. I can resist whatever temptations, whatever he throws at you. He's coming in to see if he can devour you, but he can't because greater, the greater one, is in you. The greater one is in me today, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God. So there's a difference between the sinner and the righteous. Amen. One, one group of people are going one way, and another, the other group of people are going the other way. You have the son, you have life. You don't have the son, no life. We need to decide. I think this is the simplicity the Bible speaks of, the doctrine of Christ. It's not difficult. It's not too complicated. I need Jesus. 
That's how simple it is. If you don't have that Savior, if you don't have Christ in your life, just confess, I need Jesus. And I want to be blessed with Jesus. I want to be blessed with Jesus in my life. Lord, God, talk to God this way. This is what God has prepared for you and I. Before he made this world, he said, you know what? The world's going to need a Savior. I better work that into my plans. Can someone say thank you, Jesus? Can someone say thank the Lord? We have a Savior. His name is? Amen. That's, that's God's plan. Amen. No one else fits in the plan. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, was expected, as I mentioned. Last week I mentioned there was a little over 300 or so prophecies, and Jesus Christ fulfilled, as the Bible teaches us, each and every one of them. Every prophecy pointed towards the Messiah, pointed towards Jesus Christ. So that rules out Buddha, that rules out Muhammad, that rules out anybody. Nobody was expecting them. I don't know where they came from. They just showed up. Jesus Christ was expected. Anybody who knew the scriptures, whatever they had in their day, they didn't have the New Testament, but they had what we call the Old Testament. They had the scrolls of Isaiah and Jeremiah and David and Abraham and such, Ezra and Nehemiah and Joel and what we have, what we call the Old Testament, they had these scrolls, and anybody who was well-versed or believed or expect, they were expecting Messiah, they were expecting Jesus to come, and when he came, they recognized him for who he is. Mohammed showed up, and then he died. Then they wrote about him. So there's no direct quotes. There was nothing, because it was years later that they wrote the Quran, came up with that, and there's such a distance between it. just it doesn't line up. doesn't make sense. I don't know where he came from. I know where he's headed. And today, the same thing. The, the world today is of sitting in someone's office, and he said, do you think the Messiah is, is amongst us? Uh, it's Jesus Christ. You know where he is. He's in me. Yeah, well, that's the way you believe. No, that's what the Bible teaches. You may not agree with that part of the Bible. You're missing You're missing the good part. Because the Bible teaches us, it was a Jewish friend of mine, the Bible teaches us that there isn't, there's a new because there's an old. There's an old because there's a new. Amen. Thank God there is an old. It kind of confirms that there is a new. If there was no New Testament, there wouldn't be an old. Amen. You need a new so that the old can become the old. That's what the writer in Hebrews is trying to, trying to have us to understand and to figure it out. And the New Testament was established when Jesus Christ said, he held up a cup as, as an example, as an earthly ordinance comparing to his spiritual sins. This is the New Testament in my blood. Thank God for the new and better way. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for his blood, which was shed. Thank God, amen, for this way which Jesus Christ came to take us out of the old so that we can be in the new. Some people say, I believe in the New Testament, but they're not new yet. The New Testament will make you new. Amen. Turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 43. 
Because I've quoted this scripture. Any man, any woman in Christ, they're new. Thank God for the New Testament. Thank God to be renewed. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43. I'm going to read two verses, 18 and 19. Remember ye not, Isaiah 43, verse 18. Remember ye not the former things. I made a little note to myself, and maybe some of you need to make a note to yourself as well. I wrote in my margin, stop thinking about. Now, dot, dot, dot. So if you need to make that note, say, remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Stop thinking about Behold, I will do a new thing, verse 19. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I am not who I used to be. I'm living under a new testament. I'm living under a new and better way. I've been transformed in by the renewing of my mind. There's a change that has taken place. Like I said, they carried a, a, a horizontal dead, dead body of Jesus Christ into the grave. But when he came out as he predicted, as he prophesied, when he came out just at the, at the time when he said he would, he was no longer horizontal, but he was standing, he was vertical. And he came out alive and well unto God, having defeated the grave, having defeated death. And I thank God today that the spirit that was in him is the same spirit that is in me today. Praise God. This is how God, these are the deep things of God. People don't understand this. Or you're taking your religion a little bit too far. Well, I'm not religious. People ask you, oh, are you religious? A man asked me the other day, a couple of weeks ago. He says, well, are you religious? I said, not the way you think religion really is. Because this man was not just a total, complete unbeliever. No Bible, nothing. I said, Jesus, I said, when you believe in Jesus Christ, when you read the Bible as the Bible really is, Jesus Christ came to give us life. So I live life that Jesus Christ came to give me. Doesn't make me religious. Because I don't go through routines and I don't go through rituals. I just live the life which Jesus Christ, which God has, amen, prepared for us. And you get it for free. Someone say, for free. I am not who I used to be. We just finished reading from through the book of Psalms. There's a sinner and then there's a righteous. There's things, amen, that are, that are a blessing unto those who are righteous, unto those who are obedient. And then there's... The other results that aren't good, it's death. Amen? Spirit that's in me defies death. It defies the grave and the sting of it. John chapter 1, let's get into the New Testament. I have a few verses to read before, before we pray together. John chapter 1, the deep things of God. John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word, I trust you're reading with me, and the Word was God. The same, someone say the same. John chapter 1, verse 1, I'm in verse 2 right now. The same was in the beginning. The same what? Same thing that you just finished reading. This is what the world doesn't understand today. 
in their when you listen to carnal speak you can understand or you can try see i think this is my personal thinking my personal belief i think the way the carnal finds it extremely difficult to understand my spirituality because i am spiritual i find it extremely difficult to understand their carnality I know I come from it. I know I've left it behind. Kind of doing what the Bible says. Just forget about all those former things and old things. But sometimes you try. I sit there and try to say, how can you not accept? Or how can you not receive? How can you not see what is better? Is deception, has deception seduced you in such a way that you're completely blind? I know Revelation says, and the whole world shall be deceived. So perhaps that's where we are at. Without this light, without this understanding, they're still in darkness. They love their darkness because their deeds are dark. And they do evil things in the dark, so let's keep it dark. And this world gets darker and darker. But thank God my light will shine. If I have to stand on the rooftop to make my life shine, I'll make my life shine. If I have to bring my light out from the hedges or put my light to where the lights were going to shine, light repels darkness. Amen? It doesn't work the other way around. As long as there is light there will be a, a certain amount of clarity in whatever darkness, doesn't matter how dark it is, if it's in the shadows or if it's pitch dark. Pitch black, is that the word? Is that how it goes? Outside. Light repels darkness. We need to be the light. We just finished reading some of those scriptures. I'm back in John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same, someone say the same, was in the beginning. What I have, it was in the beginning. That's why the Word of God is important. That's why the Word of God is critical. That's why today I can stand on the Word of God. I can keep this Word. I can trust in this Word. If you're listening to me, and, well, my little brother, I saw him dancing. He's a little one years old, I guess. But if you're listening to me, if you're 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, if you're a young teenager, if you're listening to me, I want you to have this understanding. I want you to have this confidence. It doesn't, you're, you're hearing it first, and you're hearing it from the Word of God. You're hearing it from the house of God, and this is what is going to transform your mind so that when they come to you with another doctrine, when they try to indoctrinate you with other words, with other books, with another kind of saying, you'll know it's, it's just sounding funny. It doesn't, it doesn't rub well. It doesn't sit well with my soul. It doesn't sit well with my spirit. Amen. Sometimes you hear some people, it's, I remember my sister saying one time, she says, oh, somebody was reading from a different, you know, from a weird version of the Bible. And she it was like they were speaking death into my soul. Well, they were, they weren't words of, they weren't God's words. Call it another version or another perversion. It's not the word of God and anything else will speak life. Words of spirit and of life are found in this book. They're found between these two covers. And it makes a difference. We'll be able to differentiate between what is light, what is darkness, what is life, and what is death. His name is Jesus. I'm talking about life. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was, read it with me at home, say it, shout it out. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. This is Jesus. The reason why I'm bringing these in as far as the deep things of God is concerned, as I said, the carnal, and as we're being told, as we're being taught, the carnal will have quite a bit of difficulty to accept this, to receive it, 
You won't understand it until you get spiritual. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness doesn't understand it. This is verse 5. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Why? Darkness? Carnal. Darkness? No God. If God was there, it wouldn't be dark. Because he is light. If truth was there, it wouldn't be dark. Because Jesus' truth is light. We just finished reading it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Who did he come from? He was sent from God. Someone say sent. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, capital L, and all men through him, rather, that all men through him might believe. Now John the Baptist, that's the he. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light. His name is which lights every man that cometh into the world. He is in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Uh Uh-oh. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. They couldn't understand him. But as many, verse 12, but as many as received him to them gave the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. Now we're getting into the deep things of God. Because the sinner, your friend, your neighbor, your family member, they'll look at you and they'll just see your, you know, they'll see your hair and they'll see your beard or they'll see your hands or they'll see how lanky you are or how wide you are or how narrow you are or as many, verse 12, but as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of a man, of a woman, but of God, born of God, the life of God. Deep things, someone say deep things. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. Deep things. If you turn the page to John chapter 3, in the sixth verse it says, if you're born of the flesh... That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit, if I'm quoting it correctly. And I'm going to change with this. I'm going to pray in two minutes. There's a change. Born of the Spirit, like I've been saying for about, since I started, this is either or. Jesus, no Jesus. Life, no life. Life or death. You're in the light. If you're, not, if you're not in the light, you're in darkness. And in John 3, verse 6, born of the flesh, you're flesh. Born of the spirit, verse 6, to be Christ-like, and I'm going to pray, a change takes place in your life. That's why 
I read this scripture, the deep things of God, and this week I was meditating, what are the deep things of God? And when I noticed Paul was saying, these are spiritual things, not everybody can have it because they're not spiritual. Not everybody can get a hold, not everybody can be a participant, a partaker is a biblical word. Not going to be a partaker of it because they're not spiritual. They're still looking on the outside. They're still looking for a way that their carnal, humanistic, modern-day, neo-religious, cultural way of thinking can associate with, like I said, a non-biblical Christ. Amen. I've even had people come to me and say, that's not what Jesus would have done. Uh, sorry to tell you, but that's what he did do. Jesus wouldn't sound like that. Sorry to tell you, but I pretty well quoted him word for word. Amen. Jesus wouldn't be like that. Then you remind him saying, yeah, well, he went to church, but he left church early. But he came back with a whip in his hands, and he cleaned up his father's house. What, Jesus? We need to get to know Jesus. We need to get to know the biblical Jesus, the Bible Jesus. I'm going to pray 60 seconds. If you don't know Jesus this way, get a Bible, begin to read. Ask God. Say, God, I want to know you. And you get to know God through his word. Say, God, I want to know your son. I need your son in my life. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Then sin stops. Disobedience stops. You're out of darkness. You're out of perversion. You're out of addiction. You're out of a way which is lost. And you become a person going through this world. Like I said, the things and circumstances around you won't change. But you have. And you face the day or you face the circumstances or you face the devil or you face the evil in a way that you are more than a conqueror. This is who Jesus Christ is. These are the deep things of God which we, part, we partake of as we become spiritual. There's therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. That's Romans chapter 8 in the first verse. If you go down three or four verses, you're going to read that the carnal mind is enmity with God. It cannot please God. We need to be spiritually minded. And this is what's going to, what's going to make you spiritually minded? Spiritual things. What spirit? This is. Words of spirit, words of life. This is the spirit which comes from God. Not the spirit which comes from this world. world has this book closed. They don't want it. They're pushing it away. Whether you're the prime minister or a mayor or a school teacher, doesn't matter. They're pushing it away. They're pushing the Bible. You push the Bible away, you push God away. God no longer in this nation. Thank God for a few righteous people making a difference. 30 seconds, I'm going to pray. Ask God today for forgiveness. God will forgive you. doesn't matter who you are, if you're listening to me for the first time or you're listening to me for 999 times. Ask God for forgiveness. He will forgive you. He's true to his word. 
Say, God, I want to be a partaker of the deep things which you have prepared for us. Them that love him, you need to be. Well, I think I love God. Well, Jesus said, your love is going to be you performing my commandments. So if any man love me, he shall keep my commandments. So that proves your love. And as we read, God has something for you. It's free by the grace of God, by the mercy of God. It may be deep things. Get spiritual and you'll understand. Ten seconds. I want you to choose right now saying, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. I'm tired. I'm ashamed. I'm sick of all whatever, how I came into this world. Change me. Make me new. Give me a new heart. Give me a new mind. Put me on a new way which leadeth unto life. My Father in heaven, I thank God for this teaching which we have received today. These are deep things. These are spiritual things. But thank God for your Holy Ghost which is there for us, which is there guiding us, which is there leading us, which is which has give, spoken unto the church today by your Spirit. And I thank God that our ears have been open to hear, that our ears have been open to, 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 to with an understanding because we were blessed. Thank God for that blessing upon every single person listening to me. Be it the first time or, as I said, the tenth time or whatever times, I thank God today. Today is making a difference. As we see, there's certain things that we can get only as spiritual, and we need to be born again, amen, not by flesh, but by your spirit. And I thank God today, praise God, for this understanding that we can, we can be on the increase in Jesus' name, praise God. Whether we're seeking for the depth, we'll never get to the bottom of it. Whether we're seeking for the height, we'll never get to the top of it. Whether we're seeking for the length, we'll never get to the end of it, or the breadth, we'll never get to the other side of it. Lord, I thank God today, praise God, your resources are infinite for us. Amen. Time is running out, but besides that, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, praise God. I am found within your fullness. I am found within your excellent, uh, your, the, the bountifulness that we have, uh, your exceeding uh, kindness, your mercy, praise God, which we have received today, Lord. I thank God that the windows of heaven are opened and there's no room to receive. That's who you are. And I give you the praise and I give you the glory for that, praise God. Even the deep things as we walk, not after the flesh, but we walk after the Spirit today, praise God. Lord, I thank God today. If there's somebody asking for forgiveness, they're forgiven. You're true to your word. As we have asked, as we came to you, messed up in sin, messed up in the things of this world, and we, we ask you for forgiveness, there was forgiveness, Lord. And if someone today that is going through that same, um, the same time in their life, when they have come to the decision that life without Jesus Christ is not life, it's death. I want life. I need Jesus Christ. I, I get Jesus Christ. I get life. This is the promise which God has. And if someone today is asking for that promise, make them a partaker of that promise. I pray for my brothers and sisters from the very youngest to the oldest and everybody in between, Lord, that we have this understanding. We're going to get it. We're going to grow and increase as we open up the Word of God. Give us a greater desire. And as our delight, as our desire increases in your Word, in your law, in your commandments, in this Bible, in this book, praise God, we have a better, a greater understanding. We have a... a, a, a um, 
a, a, a mind, praise God, which will never run out of the good things which you have for us, praise God. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank God that we have an understanding that more of your word is more of your spirit. More of your word is more life, praise God, that we have received. Amen. As Jesus Christ taught us, amen, his nourishment, his meat is to do, the, is to do your will. And I thank God today, praise God, that we have in our hands, Lord, we have a, it's, it's like a table that's prepared before us. We have, praise God, the flesh and the blood of Jesus Christ. And as we partake of it, praise God, in a, in a greater way, in Jesus' name, praise God, a greater way, Lord, I pray for our teenagers, for our children's children. Some of the names that we mentioned, Lord, they're not, their salvation, they're not there yet, but in Jesus' name, they've heard the message. We're speaking, we're showing, we're showing the light, we're showing them the way, which is your son, which is which is Jesus Christ, Lord, and I thank God that a difference is made in their lives, Lord, in Jesus Christ. Praise God. I thank God for this message which we have received. I thank God today, praise God, that we have attached ourselves to the living. We have attached ourselves to the life. Praise God. We've, I thank God today, praise God, that this is what you prepared for us. And I thank God today that we were, we have not only been called, but we have received him and the, 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 this message today to be chosen. And I thank God today to be amongst the elect, to, to be assembled together with the saints today as we have exhorted, as we have, ex, ex, as we have comforted one another. I thank God today for this blessing, praise God, that we have received again through your spirit, your spirit working in us, the Holy Ghost, praise God, that we have. I thank God today, praise God, for more of your spirit in Jesus' name. Comes from the teaching, from the word of God, which we have received today, Lord. I thank God for the deep things, praise God, which you have prepared for us. Hallelujah, praise God. And I thank God my brothers and sisters today are partakers of these things. Lord, I give you all the praise, and I give you all the glory. I thank God today for this assembly that we have had. We have gathered together. We have opened up your word. We we have an understanding of what has been read. We have an understanding of what we have received with open ears, open eyes, and an open heart. Praise God in Jesus' name, Lord. The person asking for forgiveness, they're forgiven right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you've come to God for the first time or you thought you did something years ago and something and you know that your path has not been straight, it's been crooked, it's been deviating from the truth and from... With this, forget all that. Today is a new day. Today begins the best days of your life from this day forward. As you progress, as you press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, with Jesus, with life, this is life. Choose life and live in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's all I can say. It's your choice. It's your decision. Make it. I'm just trusting today. Praise God that somehow with the scriptures, somehow with the teaching by faith, I was able to... Um, to bring you, amen, to this knowledge of the truth, and you're accepting the truth today, which is Jesus Christ. If I prayed for you that way, you can let me know in the comment section, and I'll continue to pray for you that your life has changed, that you're coming to Jesus Christ, that you are now a member of the body of Christ. One, I welcome you. Two, it's the best decision that you've ever made. And three, praise God, we're on our way to heaven. We're on our way, which way, we're on the way, which is Jesus Christ that leads to life and doesn't lead to death. I thank God today for that way. It's a better way. It's a way that is a way of holiness, as the Bible teaches us to follow holiness with all men and peace. With sorry, follow peace with all men and holiness. Without such, no man shall see the Lord. So Jesus, well, my peace, holiness. Praise God. Begin to get the message. These are the deep things which God has given us, and I thank God, praise God, for His Son Jesus Christ that made a way for us in Jesus' name. Thank God for the way. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. My name is Lincoln. Until the next time, I love you all. Continue in the word of God. As I said, search, amen, the, search those deep things. Praise God. And God is there the, through his spirit. They're revealed unto us. They're revealed unto us. They're revealed unto us. And life gets better as the day goes by, as the days go by. Praise God. Amen. Because of Jesus, Jesus makes a difference for you and I. Until the next time, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the deep things, the deep things that God has prepared for you and I. In Jesus' name, praise God. I love you. Until the next time, be blessed. Praise God. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth. That's the Truth.